Hi, everyone, and welcome to Happy Not Satisfied, the podcast where we talk about finding joy in the process of continuous growth. My name is Dan Morrison. I'm the founder of Happy Not Satisfied, and I am joined today by a creative thought leader, fashionista, my partner in crime, my wife, Ellie Morrison. Ellie, how are you today? Great. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction. That was very kind. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we figured we're getting to the end of the year and we've been reflecting and pontificating and thinking about all kinds of things. And we have some takeaways from 2023 that we want to just discuss a little bit and tease out and share some of our findings uh, through these takeaways, I think, from the year. Does that yeah, the, seem about right? Yes. Yeah, so the way that I like to, the way that I think about our time together in this podcast. It's, it's, it's a way for me to process the process of continuous growth, which I think like, <laughs> it's very meta. I know it is, but it helps, you know? And yeah. I think that we've had certain guests on, um, together. You had a lot of guests before I kind of joined the picture, but we learned a lot from those guests. And I Absolutely. think that's something that's really, um, I always love is having conversations with people. The way that I think about this too, is like when we have guests, it's just like if we were to invite somebody over to sit in our living room and chit chat, you mm -hmm. know, about life and all these things. And so this episode today, I feel like is a way to kind of package, talk through process, recap certain lessons that others have helped us learn and others that we've learned along the way and kind of, you know, line them up in a way that's digestible for anybody who's looking to, um, you know, align themselves with certain, not necessarily goals, but thoughts or efforts for 2024. I think that at the end of, as a year closes, it's always a nice exercise to kind of do that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I also think even just listening to you talk, some of these things we're going to talk about, we've helped each other pull out of each other. Yes. Uh, and that's, I don't know, it's been interesting and I think it's strengthened our relationship in some ways and, and moved us forward and over hurdles and through brick walls and all kinds of things just allowing ourselves to be open and honest and vulnerable about things with each other and, and finding some of these takeaways. Yeah, it's been a, I mean, it's been a very intense year in a lot of ways. I it's mean, been, I was just before we pressed record here at once again, the amazing studio, studio o o. at the Pearl shout out. Um, but right before we pressed record, I was thinking like, wow, 2023, we, I mean, we didn't have Leo, but he was very new to our lives yeah, uh, I, mean, I was doing full-time school and then pretty much full-time with, you know, the marching band design and all of that, uh, graduated from school, decided to move back to San Antonio. You flew back by yourself with Leo. I drove a truck with all of our stuff. We <sighs> found our roots again here. Yeah. We've been developing our careers and our personal lives again. So it's been, you know, we've had that episode about growth. This has definitely been a year of growth for sure. And for me personally, um, it's been a year of very painful growth Yeah. because with that also comes, you know, um, joy because you get to, I think, I think what I've realized is that we have to make space for both extremes at mm. the same time. And you so and I often of, embody the uh, opposite extreme, yeah, which is interesting. But, you know, with the joy and elation of having <clears throat> a child, right? Like, like creating, starting our family in that way also came the complete decimation of myself, yeah. you know, as who I thought I was before simultaneously um, with kind of 
finding, okay, realizing that, that the deconstruction of who I thought before myself before, um, was happening simultaneously. Professional things were happening too, that were clearing. I like Mm -hmm. to say like the universe was clearing my slate. Yeah. But, um, and I think that just from kind of January through, I don't know, June, let's say like half the year when we moved. Yeah. I was kind of just going through the motions and going through the motions and trying to survive. And then once we landed back here and we settled, I, it's just been like shock for, yeah. the, for the few months of trying to understand like what is going on, what is going on and why I feel certain things. And so I'm very much looking forward to like now that we have started these conversations and we're processing things and, um, you know, external sources and people who are helping me process, yeah. um, certain life events, uh, I think like 2024 is, and I'm already feeling it since the past couple of weeks, I've really been prioritizing it, but healing. I Mm. think that like, I'm very excited for 2024 to, to take the opportunity to sort of, not sort of, to rebuild piece by piece by piece, but like in a very authentic way that is super true to me and that is not being compromised by certain um, environments or uh, projects or whatever. Um, There's a lot of intention that I'm putting into uh, like rebuilding in 2024. I feel like you're, you're in the process of turning the dial from survive to thrive. That's a great way. You like that? I love that. Yeah. I, one of my sub stacks, I use the, I made up the term sur thrival <laughs> instead yeah. of survival because like that is the goal for 2024. Which your sub stack is great, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be putting out another one about one of the topics that I want to talk about today yeah, here, yeah, but, yeah. but I think, uh, the sub stack has been another processing tool for me of like, how do I, um, uh, creatively and productively put into words pieces of the things that I'm feeling and like pick out these emotions and these thoughts and put them into something that is uh, a written form of processing. Yeah. And this yeah. is a verbal form of processing, but right. um, yeah. So I, I think diving into some of the takeaways, um, a lot of that, that leads us to the first one for, for me that yeah. I want to share is accept what is. And Roma mm-hmm. Via Vicencio, who we had on in this, the last episode, she really brought that to light for me. It's like, accept your moment, accept what is. I think so often, so often we try and fight against what's really going on. But when you're, when you accept it, it's like, okay, for me personally, um, it has been just a complete reset back to, back to, I don't know, it rock bottom is a term that I have, uh, that I have, read in like this manifesting work that I'm that mm-hmm. I'm working on it's but what that means is that it is the opportunity for you to completely rebuild yeah um and so accept what is all right I was fighting that and that is um you know what I'm trying to go into 2024 with realizing it's like okay you're accepting what is and you're not trying to fight it and you're okay with it now let's move forward piece by piece and I think for anybody else out there who feels that and like that can be a loss of a job that can be a divorce that can be a um you know becoming a mother any sort of massive life shift that i think we all go through them it's a human experience it's like i feel like it's almost cyclical like every few years you have this like boom like sort of fall where you know you have to regain and rebuild to your next um phase uh but that's so the first one for me is accept what is you know what i would say though is i don't think that only applies to when you have like a reset or this big life shift. 
I feel that very intensely because I talk about I'll be happy once I, and oh. I struggle with that a ton, which is why I talk about it a lot because I know it's a thing. I hear it from other people. I hear it on other podcasts sort of framed in different ways, but accepting what is, is important, you know, for everybody and it's something I struggle with a lot because even though I don't feel as intensely that I've had some of these like reset things mm-hmm. like you, I still feel, and I'm going to get into this in a little bit of a different way, but like I feel like I have trouble accepting that I'm doing things that I'm really proud of, that mm. it's not enough, it's not enough, it's not enough, it's not enough. And when I feel that way, then I'm always pushing to think, okay, well, I'll be happy once I, or I'll be proud of myself once I, I'll be okay with things once I. And it's this vicious cycle that I I find myself in, even though I've gotten better with it, I think it's, uh, it's very much there. And so I think what's tough is how do you reconcile, accept what is with this idea of being happy, not satisfied? Because I think you have to have both in order because you don't want I don't think what you mean by accept what is is I'm just going to stagnate and stay the same and not grow I know that's not what you mean yeah so I would be curious to get your take on what I mean is that um accepting what is is just it's the first step it's the foundation of knowing okay from here I go you know Mm. it's like it's almost like the you imagine you fall and you land right and that's when I when I wrote that substack that I actually a lot of people I got feedback from was it was called trust the freeze yeah because I learned that um you know I'm actually like it's fight flight or freeze Mm -hmm. I have been in a freeze a moment of freeze and my instinct is telling me like okay yes I've splatted like the there was a bird that hit our window and this is what made me think about all of it is that it came boom and it hit the window and and it fell and I noticed that it took maybe 30 or 40 minutes for the bird to make any movement at all. It was just completely, not even to just fly away, just to make any movement at all. Well, it was probably knocked unconscious, it probably to be was. fair. But it was standing there, <laughs> the poor thing. I felt so bad. And I yeah. thought, should I go help it? Should I do that thing? And I was, you know, playing with Leo at the time. I, you were not yeah. in the apartment. And um, all of a sudden, I was distracted playing uh, with Leo. And then I came back after 45 minutes, maybe, and it had completely flown away. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's how I feel right now. Yeah. I feel like I've just been completely knocked down and that I'm, my instinct though, in this moment is to completely freeze and not to try and grasp at certain things like I have before, you know, mm-hmm. to just let, like accept and let what is unfold in little by little ways, little by little, as opposed to being driven by what are other people going to think of you? What are other people going to think of you? Like you, you have to keep putting stuff out. You have to keep doing this. And I think like that is something that, you know, probably a lot of people feel and, and struggle with, with this age of social media where everything, you know, you have to look put together. It's hard to not fall into the trap of thinking like you have to be looking put together and five steps ahead all the time, especially when you have uh, content that you're putting out. Sometimes for me, like that is it. It's just that accept what is and the fact of, okay, you're in a state of rebuilding. Now, how do you nurture yourself, which is my next thing? Um, Are you ready for me to dive into that next thing or no? Sure. Okay. So the next, the next, the way to, for me that I'm like understanding how to take from accept what is into creating something bigger and better from within myself, let's just say, is say yes to you. Mm -hmm. And Julie, 
your sister, yeah. my sister-in-law, um, we were talking about this over Thanksgiving because she um, read an article. She's a singer-songwriter, uh, and she read an article about Audra McDonald, the famous performer. Yeah. Um, and it was from several years ago, but NPR did a piece on her, and, and that she said in her in her piece, like she struggles. She struggles. You know, everybody struggles with giving like saying yes to themselves right yeah. when you're when you're under all the external forces of life and the people around you the people who need you your children your parents whatever um but the simple act of saying yes to you in a moment ends up probably manifesting into greater things you know down the road but it's like that tiny actionable one foot in front of the other like and i realized oh my gosh i've been saying no to me well, what's an example of saying yes to you little things like okay um saying yes to me is, okay, can you take Leo on a walk? Because I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah. Like I'm going to get on the treadmill for this 20 minutes. Can you take him on a walk? As opposed to just in a moment going with you because feeling like we all need to be together or whatever. Well, and I, I just told you this morning, I, I struggle with the same thing. I yeah. put this like, I put pressure on myself that doesn't exist. That's yes. like, if I have to work, I start to feel this anxiety, not about the work, but that I'm somehow failing everybody if I'm not spending time with you guys and then I'm not doing my work. But then when I'm with you, I'm probably not all there because I'm worried about the work. And you were, you just told me, you're like, none of that is an issue. If you have to work, you have to work, you know? And we, I think we invent a lot of these things that put so much pressure on ourselves. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I think like what I see a lot on Instagram is talking about that in the in the context of a mother. But I think as you as the father it's equally as weighted Mm -hmm. you know like there we're going through all these um worry cycles in our brain constantly um that i think are i don't know so oftentimes we're just maybe not communicating what they really are and so i think we don't even understand ourselves what they are yeah and so then yeah it just kind of stops there it's just like this general unease yeah (laughs) yeah but it doesn't need to be that way right and i think you know, so so when I say say yes to you, it's like in the tiny moments and then in the grander scheme of things, <laughs> like the meta or esoteric version. Yeah, it's, um, you know, there are I realize there's nothing like having a child for me that like when you're looking at something and you're thinking about how are you going to help nurture out the gifts that they have? How mm-hmm. are you going to help point them in a direction that allows them to blossom into their fullest potential where you think about times where you've compromised your dreams Mm -hmm. for me personally. Um, And it's not that they were unsupported or struck down per se, but that they were just nudged a little bit, you know? And um, this summer I saw uh, Merrily We Roll Along the Show at the Playhouse. And in that, I had not been familiar with the music really Mm -hmm. fully of the full show up until seeing it. And I just remember sitting there weeping because when we got back to San Antonio, because the, the main through line of the whole thing is like, how did I get here? You know, like, uh, merrily we roll along chasing a dream, but like, what was the moment? What got me here? And you're thinking, and I'm thinking to myself, like at this bottom, except what is, it's like, okay, I've, I'm, there's been a clearing of many things because they weren't the original thing that lights me up. They weren't mm. the original thing. Like I've been um, putting myself into boxes. to. So saying instead of saying yes to you, you've been saying yes to what you thought you should say yes to. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And saying yes to you 
in truth and authenticity and like being at peace with and brave enough to accept what that is, you know, like not, not a version of it that is checking all the boxes that society's telling yeah. you, you know? Yeah. And that's difficult. That's really, really difficult. So, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know if you feel that way at all, that if that's just a me thing, but. Well, I don't, I don't think it's just a you thing. I think what's interesting about our relationship is that we have so many, uh, opposite ways of feeling about life at times and the things that you struggle with are sometimes honestly kind of like on the opposite side of the spectrum of things that I struggle with yes and I think we're we're realizing that recently and and finding ways to help each other with that because we've found that maybe something that's oppositely the strength could be the thing that helps the other person's struggle yes well it 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 kind of like throws um what is it fodder into the fire yeah of, for the other person and oh yeah. yeah that's what i think yeah um but but just becoming aware of that i mean even just this morning we had like a major breakthrough of a realization of something that you know both of us struggle with but in different ways future episode future episode yeah <laughs> um but it just i feel like we're uh, what's very exciting is that as I think as we close this year out, having been parents for a year and having, and all that, it's not parenthood per se. It's just that it's a new chapter of life. You know, that's what I'm using to signify, okay, this is a new part where you have to really step into you, Yeah. you know, you know, I'm going to take this opportunity to use one of my favorite happy, not satisfied phrases here, because to me, say yes to you is also the idea of that. You can't put yourself last to put others first. It's exactly because the idea. Yeah. I think that you were going through that having a child and being a new parent and you were not saying yes to yourself. And then in turn, you were just depleted. Yes. And you, you you weren't saying yes to you. So then you weren't the best version of yourself. You're still an incredible mother. That's not what I'm saying. But you 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 had to like give everything you possibly had because your cup was not filling up as high as it probably could. Yeah. And so I think that this realization ties directly into that and not to make it about specifically exercise or something like that it's just it's all of the things that go into making yourself feel rejuvenated and revitalized and good for you and for all the people around you yes and i would even add on to that um it's peace Mm. so the physical wellness is one thing yeah and i know okay if i run on the treadmill that's good right Um, but for me, what I've been struggling with most is who am I anymore, you know, and not in an ego way. Two, four, six, oh, one. (laughs) Two, four, six, two, four, six, oh, one. Musical theater fans. Um, We'll we'll get the reference. Yeah. But, uh, Google it. But, um, it's, it's not that it's not in an ego way. It's in a, it's in a soul way. Yeah. It's like if, if I don't have peace in my soul. Because motherhood has brought an element that I always wanted as part of my human experience yeah. and as part of my soul, but it is part. Yeah, it yeah, is not yeah. all. And so, well, and that's the healthiest way for Leo too. Exactly. You know, if it was all consuming, I think that would be unhealthy for him in what he saw in his mom growing up. Yeah, and I mean, I did the other night. Like, I'll just, I'll just say this because it was shocking, honestly. Um, my best friend Sachi, who if anybody listening to this probably knows, some people know her, but she uh, showed me this app basically. Mm-hmm. And 
part of this app, an exercise in this app was it's, it's a deep imagining is what I call the deep imagining. And, and, um, you know, I just lay on the couch before bed and for 30 minutes, they put like binaural beats in your ear and walk you through like a mind trip. Okay. Mm -hmm. But what resulted from that? I just did it openly. I was like, ah, eh, whatever, I'll try this, you know, mm -hmm. some thing unlocked in some processing form. And I just felt a wave of peace. And what I realized is that everything has been in knots. Yeah. Like my, my spirit has felt pretty in typical. knots. Yeah. yeah. I think but, that's pretty typical. But that one simple exercise yeah. somehow unknotted things. And what then I realized was, oh my gosh, my energy has just been at, with at, like unrest. You know, it's been, yeah. in, it's been in knots for yeah. many months and it's not only because I haven't been exercising as much as I could have. Like that's one piece of it for me. It's that yes, we take walks every day. Right, but, right, right, right. You right. know, it's all the things, that, but it's, it's only one tiny component of the full thing. Yeah. It's like it, for me, it has to be the mind, the body, the spirit, you know, mm -hmm. not only one of those. Yeah, no, for sure. Can, can hold the, the whole house but of it, cards. But up. if you don't have one of them, it kind of makes all the other two fall oh, also. It's, absolutely. it's tough. It's very <laughs> tough. I mean, we all live busy lives and yeah. have kids and have jobs and have multiple jobs. It's like, it's tough to keep those things going. But when you, let them fall to the wayside, then it's tougher because mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's tougher to not do the work on those things than it is to do it because it makes all the rest of your life more difficult when you don't have the mind, body, spirit or whatever you yeah. said, at least firing on several of their cylinders. Yeah. Or you know? aware, you yeah. know, your awareness of them. And well, yes. And you've, you've said many things to set me up into a takeaway for me. Um, and, the awareness part of it is was the last piece of the puzzle to to get me there very recently. Yeah. But for me, a huge one has been patience brings peace. And uh. when you said peace, I realized because I, I knew patience was a takeaway for me, but I didn't really know how to frame that. But over the last, honestly, not that long, weeks, mm -hmm. month, I had a realization and I think just an honest conversation with myself and I'm sure you also <laughs> helped bring this out, but I think that I have become increasingly impatient in my life. And I think there's some of that that's good, having a sense of urgency, driving forward, trying to, you know, reach your goals and all those things. But my mine had sort of permeated my entire life. I was impatient with myself. I was impatient with other people. I was impatient with you. It was just I, I didn't realize or I didn't want to admit that my fuse had gotten mm -hmm. like that long and it did not take much. And all of a sudden I was frustrated or annoyed, not to the point where I'm just like raging at people. Mm -hmm. It was more of like an internal mm -hmm. struggle. And when I finally admitted that out loud, it changed a lot for me. And like similar to you, I did, I found this 10 day patience meditation thing on the headspace app and that helped a lot like i didn't do anything crazy but I, what i started doing is say i was walking up to a situation and i saw a person that maybe i wasn't overly excited to talk to and i could feel myself going into how can you get yourself out of this situation as quickly as possible the impatience was going into overdrive mm -hmm. And then I would just literally say to myself, practice patience. I would say it like three times and I would disarm and decide to just engage in a conversation and see where it went. And lo and behold, 
it was very pleasant. And I actually found a couple of opportunities over the last couple of weeks, even in my business, that I wouldn't have gotten, I don't think, if I hadn't just kind of let go, let conversations go longer than I normally would let them, mm-hmm. engaged with people that maybe normally I wouldn't engage with. It was a very enlightening process. And I didn't do this because I was like, I'm going to get more business by being patient. That right. wasn't my goal. I just wanted to feel less resistance inside of me. And it was massive. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think that you struggle with that the way that I do. That's This is one no. of those. Yeah, this is one of those examples of like, I have this and you don't have it at all. Yeah. Or you have something and I don't have it at all. And so it's almost hard to relate sometimes because of that. But then once we can see it in each other, we can help with that. And I so thank you, because without you, I wouldn't I don't think I would have gotten there on this patience thing. I, I just I think I was lying to myself that it was a it was a thing for me. Well, it's normal. I mean, we try and conceal to ourselves that a lot of things are issues yeah. for us. And mine are a slew of others, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh just and I, also because I've been taking care of myself better. Yeah. The last month ish. That it to me, I mean, that's the baseline to then, every conversation yeah. we ever have. Yeah. It's like when that's faded away or not gone well, or you talk to somebody and they've let go of that or they're not doing that. It's just you immediately are like shooting yourself in both feet if you don't have some <laughs> level of self-care. Well, and I think just because the actual act of it gives you a sense of confidence, but it also gives you a sense of calm, right? So like you're calming your system by letting energy out. And so then when yes. you would throw this, like what com- stuff would come out of you and I'd be like, wait, you know, before if I, when I was just going through the motions, you react to it, but I'm able to pause and reflect and be like, this is strange. You know, maybe how can I help bring this up in this way that might yeah. help enlighten you as to what might be going on there, you know? And yeah, but I think that, that, so it's been a, really, it's felt like such a slog from January to, you know, for me personally and how I'm getting through my day that like those acts of self-care and the saying yes to you and all that stuff, it just, I say it, like it helps me kind of go above the perspective. It's like seeing yourself from a little bit of a distance to be able to not be so hot button reactive or surviving constantly, you know, throughout all your day and you get a little bit added perspective and an awareness of things and it helps uh, be more in tune with like what you need and want. You know? Yeah. You know, I think it's interesting because you look on social media or whatever and these people that are all about wellness and optimization and efficiency, I, that's a lot of what comes yeah, through mine. Yeah. yeah, but what I realized is if you get too far down that rabbit hole, it can become it can become unproductive because then you do become impatient because you look at every situation as how can I optimize this and be more efficient, which of course I still believe that you need that in your life and that can help you move forward. But I think it became an issue of over leaning into that. And so over optimizing led to losing patience with other people and with myself because it's like I'm trying to like find the algorithm of my own brain that is getting rid of any inefficiency. Interesting. And I, looking back and thinking about that, that is my default, I think, to a certain degree, but I don't want it to be. 
And so I'm, I'm trying to be actively aware of that at all times. Uh, and it's, you know, it's always, I always ask the question like, well, how do you reconcile these things? Like, how do you reconcile optimization and patience? And that's not an easy question to answer, but I think it's, it's balancing them and it's okay to lean further into one sometimes and further into the other, other times. But for me, I can't be hundred percent optimization efficiency all the time. Otherwise I become a jerk. <laughs> yeah. I literally, I'm sitting here thinking like I could not relate to this less. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, like I could <laughs> yeah. not relate to this less. Like all I'm trying to do is like live a peaceful, joyful life. Yeah. Well, know? ultimately I want that too, but yeah. we come about it very, yeah. very different and ways. I'm about, uh, you know, sensorial engagement and like I, I don't like to be rushed. I like to live slowly. I like to relax. I like to rise and relax. Yes. Dan is like, rise and rush. You know, like you are, you are Optimus Optimi Prime. You know, like that's how you are. I take that as a compliment, yeah. by the way. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, of course. Optimus that, Prime. That's how like you that. are. For me, the opposite. You know, and I, uh, yes, so. I, I do know. Yes. So when I am rushed in yeah. life, and I think that that is a lot of motherhood is yeah. that you are, you feel, you can feel rushed because you're, you're taking care of somebody else. Right. So like just that simple act all day in and of itself, I'm just like, Ugh. like I'm totally fried, you know? And so it's just been, been learning, like how do I build in parts of my day or, you know, in theory, I would love to get up earlier, but it just, I think it works better and I've been trying it, but it, it works better for me to have nighttime yeah. where I'm like, you know, seven to sometimes midnight is like when yeah, I have I mean, the time. It works for us. You, you kind of have your nighttime stuff. I have my early morning stuff. And yeah. However, in when I wake up early on yeah. the mornings, when I wake up early and I used to wake up early right. when I had um, structured day jobs and all that stuff. And even when I didn't, because it allows me to have enough time to rise and relax around so that I don't feel rushed. Yeah. when I'm starting my day. And that's like huge for me. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, yeah, I could not relate to what you're talking about less, but that's, but I think other people probably can, they can, yeah. <laughs> and other people will relate to me and be yeah. like, Oh yeah, you're yeah. crazy. But it's, it's just how we're wired, you know? But I think knowing that about yourself, you can kind of start to stop putting yourself into situations that make you feel icky or bad you know, about like the way you like to live versus the way I like to live. And we've really made our household to kind of, to, to create space for the other person to do their thing. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's also important. I think yeah. maybe a lot of people don't, don't know to do that or know they can well, do that. Well, we certainly didn't always do that. No. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I, and I think too, like this, having not satisfied the podcast, I feel very strongly about, saying like not always agreeing and saying like oh that's your experience yeah, and then my experience no, I think is that's why completely it's different great having you because <laughs> yeah i am very like optimization efficiency wake up at 4 a.m it's like people ask me like what's wrong with you i'm like i don't know but the, you don't relate to a lot of that but you still have your own version of being successful and productive right it just doesn't look like mine right and having another perspective to discuss and show i guess like we are like opposite in a lot of ways, but still have outcomes that we're proud of, mm -hmm. you know? And so everyone is different and you and I are very different, but I, I, in some ways I think that's what makes it work. And I think, uh, yes. And what I would really like to intentionally 
put effort into in 2024 is like, yes, we're different. And for people out there who relate to this and they're in partnerships or relationships or even friendships or even other relationships within their family, right? Mm -hmm. Like you recognize that you are different and we might be opposite because they say a lot of times opposites attract. Yeah. Um, but how do you do that without um, kind of slowly being taken into the undertow of the other person and diverted from your intention and yeah. your energy? Because like that, I struggle with that because there have been certain times in the past where I feel like my energy and my ambitions and all of it have been very dominant. And then, you know, I've had to sort of really let go of that in order to nurture in the past year. Mm -hmm. And so then how do I re, how do I put my intention into, okay, like you can be all the things, but don't lose yourself. You yeah. know, yeah. that for me is what I'm, I'm really working on going into this next year and really like the next many years. Cause I'm sure, you know, if the family continues to grow and wherever we go, it's like, it's just difficult for yeah. when you're experiencing life events to not let them take you. Yeah. And so much of this boils down to it, just a sense of awareness. That's mm -hmm. what always is the, like, as soon as I realize something truly about myself, then I can work on it. Um, but sometimes you put blinders on to your own issues for lack of a better word. And then if you don't know, or you don't not willing to admit it to yourself, there's no way you can fix it, you know, or, or change it. And as you know about me, but I think this is true about people in general, it's like, you're not going to change unless you want to change. Mm -hmm. No one's going to change you. Like I can't change you and you can't change me. We can talk and we can have these awareness sort of enlightening discussions, but unless I fully buy into something by my own volition, then yeah. it's just going to be like we're banging our heads against the wall, yeah, I think. Of course. Um, so I think one last takeaway that I think will continue to be a work in progress for me forever is this idea of having, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> is this idea of having perspective. And I yeah. know that sounds a little bit like cliche or whatever, but I think about it almost every day because we have incredible lives mm -hmm. and things are going so well and there's so much to be grateful for. And we're, we have our health, which First, First and, and foremost. foremost is the most amazing thing. We have a healthy baby. We have families that like, I can go on and on and on and on of the things that are just great. But it's still, for me, way too easy to focus not on any of that mm -hmm. and find the problem. And I've told you this before, my brain, I feel like it does this like seek and destroy where I've remedied one thing or I've finished a project or I did the thing that was making me worried or stressed or I found good news out about some project and I feel good. And then my brain starts to search. It's like, okay, well, what's the next thing on the list that I can make Dan fester and worry about? And it finds it. And then all of a sudden I find myself thinking about a thing that the day before wasn't anywhere on my radar because I had another thing to fill that void. And so that's a huge struggle for me. And I am acutely aware of it. This is the weird one for me because I am very aware of it and I still struggle with it a lot. Um, and so I think the takeaway this year was just really fully realizing that that's going on. And what I want to continue to work on is the ability to be grateful in my life on a more significant level 
more often. Mm. Um, I think I'm bad at practicing gratitude. I think when I do try to do it, it doesn't feel like I'm doing it in a genuine way. And I haven't found the right way to do that yet. And I think that'll be huge once I'm more consistent and, mm-hmm. and better with that. Um, I think that just, you know, <laughs> the reason I like astrophysics books, I know this sounds random, but they they do provide some perspective. Of course. It's like the universe started 14.3 billion, billion years, years ago, ago and you are living in just a speck of time you're a speck of nothing of insignificance on a planet in a huge solar system in a huge universe that could be part of multiverses that could be part of god knows what <laughs> um so like i try to go there because it gives me a little perspective on how my problems just don't matter um but it's tough you know yeah. and i think that our brains are wired in a way where they very quickly and I don't want to go too far down this this rabbit hole, but um, there's a term for it, and I can't remember off the top of my head what it is, where we get used to what's happening around us very quickly. Oh. And it could be bad things, and it could be good things, but it brings us to the baseline. And so, you know, I talk about this, people talk about this all the time, you know, hunter-gatherers were getting chased by tigers and this and that, and it's like almost cliche to talk about at this point, but that level of stress is probably the same red flags and blood pressure and heart rate things going off when we feel some totally way less threatening thing in our cushy lives now because our brains get used to what's around you. And so I think there has to be a lot of active work towards that because the default is to lose perspective. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I am working on that I have not found the like solution, but it's a takeaway is you need to have better perspective in your life. (laughs) That's great. I I think that it's wonderful that you have that awareness. I also do not struggle with this as much. (laughs) 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 However, what does, what I do struggle with and uh, you saying all of this makes me feel like, okay, well, the past, this makes sense as to why the past month and a half, two months, I have been so, um, needing to take a break from being on social media. Yeah. It's like the, as a person who puts out content and who has put out content for 10, 12 years, right? Like a hobby and then kind of a prof- as a profession, not yeah. kind of like as a profession, say, yeah. <laughs> um, you tend to get this feeling of like, I'm not putting out enough. I'm not putting out enough. Yeah. Like I'm not relevant. I'm losing relevancy, whatever, whatever. But in those moments, it's when I feel like, um, what is my voice anymore? You know, and and that is how I feel right now because of the like knocking down from the universe and the clearing of the slate and the rebuilding and all of it. It's like, well, sometimes you just have to take a freaking beat, you know, and find your voice. And like, that's what I'm in the middle of because of the influences that you get from everybody else sharing what they're doing in their lives, looking perfect. Da, 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 da. It's so easy to lose perspective. And like, of course, anybody who talks about social media talks about this. It's toxic. But at the same time, like, how do you build a healthy relationship with it so that you're not losing perspective and what you are putting out there may be helpful to other people as opposed to making them feel like they're not enough. And that's the biggest thing that I struggle with, with like um, when I am interpreting content from other people, it's so often that, well, you're not enough or you're not as this and you're not as that and you're not not as that. And they might not be intending it in that way, but that's sometimes what I take away from it. So 
I just have felt like in order for me to regain perspective and in order for me to regain joy and um, appreciation for the little things and very much leaning into this life is art concept, life is art, you know, mm -hmm. it's the, the most amount of joy and the greatest perspective can come from the littlest of things in your life and your decisions in your day to day. So for me, um, media, social media, like the constant uh, barrage of information it, it causes a lot of struggle for me there. Mm -hmm. And like, sometimes I just, you know, I'm like, let's just go inward, you know, let's, let's turn it all off. Let's turn off all the voices. Let's go inward. And like, for me, that's what helps. Yeah. Um, but it's, I have always felt lucky that I can, um, I can sort of jump out into that perspective space. Uh, it's been a lot more difficult this past year. And I think I'm finally getting more, you know, coming back around to it because I'm prioritizing self-care. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do understand what you're saying and it is tough. Um, but we'll see if anybody has any, uh, I know I was going to say perspective meditations or like yeah, just uh, insight. I mean, I, I think a lot about that quote I saw that was basically remember when you wanted all the things you currently have and not necessarily things like stuff, but just you know, where you're at in life and maybe some stuff and yeah, yeah, you know, all those things. And I feel that way 100%. Like I couldn't feel that way more when I stop and think about it, but I still struggle mm -hmm. to have perspective in my day to day and not get wrapped up in the stress of what's next. Mm. Um, and so it's a constant, again, trying to reconcile. How do I keep pushing and growing while having perspective and it's these push and pull ideas that I'm always grappling with and trying to find some some clarity on. And it's really tough. And I don't I mean, I'm bringing these up, but I don't have an answer. Mm. I just I just know that continuing to have self-awareness and trying to seek out better approaches is all I can do. And that's mm -hmm. what I'll continue to do. So, um, yeah, those are my takeaways. I love it. So to recap them, yeah. Accept what is. What did I say? Accept what is. What's the next one? Oh, say yes to you. Accept what is. Like, I don't know. You said no, it. No, I just blacked out. <laughs> Accept what is. Say yes to you. And then yeah, patience brings peace, and practicing perspective. Look at my alliteration. Wow, that is I'm very solid. impressed. I put those on some T-shirts right there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, this has been an enlightening conversation. I appreciate your honesty and openness about all things and helping me become the best version of myself. Um, Likewise. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Keep check us out. Good fight. So speaking of social media, that's toxic. Follow yeah. us on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> um, at happy dot not satisfied. You can go to the website, happy not satisfied.com. Um, yeah. yeah. And really uh, you know, as we're going into the new year, like we're super excited to continue to have more conversations with more guests and mm -hmm. um, to open this forum up really for everybody to share their stories and um physically in person here and then we'll see uh what else we're excited yeah. to to be speaking um at certain events yeah some potential guests that are exciting on the horizon too yeah. so so 2024 should be great it'll be Just great keep that perspective keep the patience going yeah that's, that's what i gotta do <laughs> and reach out to us talk about these things you know this is we want we want this to be like a, a dialogue and a forum yeah. for people to feel like they're a, a way to process their process of growth, you know, like that's, yeah, 
it's something that's very part of a uh, universal part of the human experience. And we're just interested in talking to more people about it. Um, yeah. So with that, with that, we are wishing everybody the happiest of holidays and an amazing start to your 2024. Absolutely. Thanks. <laughs>